Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you are created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make this happen. So I want to welcome you today to our show. Um, Today we're going to be talking about digestive enzymes, and I think it's an appropriate topic because uh, a lot of people have GI issues, and I know I've been on this uh, gastrointestinal track uh, kind of a little tangent here for the last few weeks, um, and, and it's important because 80% of your immune system resides in your gut, and a lot of the gut issues just lead to other health issues, as I talked about with small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, I talked about leaky gut, I talked about you know microbiome, all those different things. And uh, the more I see it in my patients, the more I, I think it's appropriate to talk about. So digestive enzymes are something that uh, is a very hot topic. A lot of people take them. Uh, some people know what they're taking them. Some people don't know what they even are. But they are taking them. They don't know how they work. So I'm just going to give you an overview today of what, um, what digestive enzymes are for and what you can do uh, in order to improve your gut health. So, uh, of course, you, know, you can always find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can always find us on the Internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can also find us by uh, searching for us on Instagram or on uh, podcast via iTunes. You can search for Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan, and uh, you can download that podcast right there. Uh, it's funny. I just had a, a husband and wife patients that uh, went on, on a trip, and uh, they know who I'm talking about. You know, they, they went out to Virginia Beach. They had a great time, and they said, you know what? We're going to be driving, so we might as well learn something about health. So they actually downloaded the podcast and listened to a few of those as they drove there and back. So it's pretty cool for them to actually stay plugged in and stay, um, stay uh, just you know, um, stay informed with the latest and greatest information when it comes to health. So you know, I, I just wanted to just you know, hats off to them for that. So, uh, but always you can find us anywhere. Uh, if you want information, we'll give it to you. We want to educate so you can actually make better health decisions because clearly your health is one of the most important assets. Uh, if the last year and a half plus has taught us anything, um, it's the fact that clearly our health is important. And if without it, you can't do anything and you can't be who you were created to be. And, you know, speaking of that, there's somebody in my life that couldn't be exactly who they wanted to be because of health issues all the time. And that is my mom. So, uh, as many of you who listen to the show regularly know, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer seven years ago. And she calls me to tell me this, and when she tells me, she starts crying on the phone, and of course, I'm a big mama's boy, so I start crying on the phone, and I'm just like, wow, like, what, you have breast cancer? And she's like, yes, son, and I'm like, you know what, mom, what are you going to do? That's the first question I asked. I don't know why, I just kind of wanted to know, like, what is your plan? Like, I've seen you live your life uh, growing up, you know, around you and being in the same household with you and the choices you made, like... What are you going to do different right now? That's like what I was kind of like getting at. But what are you going to do? So, son, I know what I'm not doing. I'm not doing chemotherapy and radiation. Uh, and I said, okay, fair enough. Uh, you know, it's your body, your choice. You do whatever is best for it. Uh, but if you're not going to do that, you got to change other things drastically. Because that's the only, the only answer to, you know, according to the medical model, the only answer right now, the latest and greatest for cancer treatment is, is you know, Radiation and chemotherapy. So if you're not doing that, what are you going to do? She's like, I don't know. And I said, okay, well, mom, you know what? I know you don't know. I don't know either what you're going to do, but I know one thing. I know God put an awesome power in your brain. And if your brain and your body are communicating on 
It ought to function and heal at 100%. So I said, Mom, let's get your spine checked to make sure we give your body the best ability at healing uh, as, as possible. You know, let's give your body the best ability to heal naturally or even equip your body to naturally, um, you know, be able to function at 100% as your healing or going through this. So she says, okay. And we get her spine checked. And we got her spine checked and we took x-rays. And from the side of her neck, you were supposed to have a 45-degree angle in your neck. When we took my mom's x-ray, we saw that she had lost 100% of the curve in her neck. My mom's neck was completely straight, which is not normal. Strike one. From front to back, you are supposed to be completely straight. Well, from T1 through T7, the upper back area between the shoulder blades, my mom had a bend in her spine going to the side, off to the side, uh, mild scoliosis. When I saw that, I'm like, man, that's got to be causing some sort of problem. That cannot be good at all. Um, you know, I looked at it, and I was like, you know what? There's, there's a problem there, and that cannot be helping the issue. And I was like, I remember now. You know, you having so much back pain, neck pain, headaches, chronic sinus infections. And every time she went to the doctor, she got the same answer. The answer being drugs and surgery. And I just sat there. I was like, you know what? That's got to be, it can't be helping anything. So, you know, and I asked my mom finally, I'm like, you know what? I've been telling you for years to exercise, eat better, drop weight, do all the healthy stuff. Mom, why why have you finally decided to do something different? It's a son. It is simple. I finally realized that I can die, and I want to see my grandchildren grow up. Four of those grandchildren are my kids. Eden, who is eight years old now, Eve, who's six, John Luke, who is three, and Ellery, who will be, who was actually just turned uh, eight weeks old or two months this past Friday. So my mom chose to take responsibility for her health in order to afford my kids, nieces, and nephews the opportunity of having a grandmother in the future. And because of that, my mom... So thankful and blessed to say this. My mom is still alive today. That is seven years post-diagnosis. Uh, of course, she's still battling, but my mom is still alive today, lives well. She's independent. She's doing her thing in the most natural way and is able to enjoy her life to the best of her capability. So my question to you is, who is responsible for your health? My mom took responsibility for her health. My question is, who is responsible for your health? Everybody knows the answer. Every time I ask that question, everybody knows the answer. You are responsible for your health. You choose what you put in your body, what you put on your body, what medications you take, what, uh, what, what exercise you do or don't do, what, what drinks you put in your mouth or don't put in. Uh, all those things are your choice. So it is your responsibility. And a lot of, a lot of people, you know, want to pawn off some of the responsibility that is really theirs off under doctors, the system, you know, the drugs, the, the medications, etc. Before you ever had to take a pill, I want you to think about it this way. Before you ever had to take a pill, and of course, this is not a generalistic blanket statement for everybody, but 80 plus percent of Americans, right, probably 90%, before you had to take the first pill for any ailment, you were not born with that ailment, number one, probably, likely not, unless you had a diabetes or something else like that, right? But literally 80 to 90% of people, before you had to put that first pill in your body to regulate some sort of imbalance or something that's going wrong, before you ever had to do that, you made choices that slowly over time led you to that. <laughs> because you didn't need that pill. That's, that's the thing I always say to my patients. I'm like, you know, I, I, it's not that I, once again, and I say this out loud, 
I don't, it's not that I hate medications. I don't hate the medical system. I don't, none of that. The reality is this though, I want your body functioning so well that you don't need medication, that you don't need surgeries, that when you do need any of those things is for an emergency or something that is so chronic that you tried everything else and you couldn't fix it naturally or gave the body the time or, or enough, you know, uh, you know, time to heal or enough assets to heal, then now you're stuck with taking a medication. But it's not that I hate any of those things. Those things have their place. They're appropriate. Thank God for the medical system when it comes to crises, right? That's what it's there for. The problem is this, though. We have excused ourselves from a life of responsibility in America. And it's blatant. I mean, it's blatantly obvious. You know, you see it with the youth, right? And it's not the entire youth. There's a lot of youth doing great things, obviously. Uh, but, you know, with the youth right now, it, you see it. People just pawn off responsibility. Well, I got an F on my test. Well, why, Bobby? Well, she asked too hard of questions. No, could it have been because you like you didn't pay attention in class and didn't take notes and didn't study? No, I want to blame and blame shift and it's a victim mentality. So if you take, it's funny because a lot of people will talk a lot of smack on the victim mentality when they see a, a you know, a, a breaking news on TV. Hey, some people are doing this. Like, oh, those people are victims and they're trying to excuse their behavior, etc. Just take that same exact thing you're saying about them, especially if you have health issues, and say that about yourself when it comes to your health. Oh, those people are just creating excuses that they were told that they'll never do this again or never get better at this again, whatever, whatever. So you make excuses for yourself to be comfortable and be okay where you're at. And, and it's, I, I know it's just kind of like Dr. Juan, you're kind of being a little forward today. I see it day in and day out. I see patients day in and day out that have made a lifestyle of literally poor choices for decades, and then they will – show up and say, hey, I want you to fix me and you know, a couple of times. And it's just impossible. You know, it's, it's unrealistic. So this is why I talk about these different topics because even if you never show up to our office, even if you never do anything different, uh, you know, regarding your health, I, I would hope that you would at least start taking a multivitamin that actually is a good, you know, quality product that comes from a good place. That you start eating less sugar. You start working out a little bit more. So that's why I'm talking about digestive enzymes. Not because I'm enamored by what digestive enzymes do and how awesome they are, which they are, right? It's because the reality is that you need some of this information so you can apply it into your life and actually make a better version of yourself. Because God forbid something else were to happen. And last year when we were talking about the the situation, you know, COVID or whatever, I always say, like, what happens if the next actual, you know, the, the virus, the next virus is stronger than this one, right? Or, or, or is it not even now, like 10 years from now, is, there's another issue that is health-related. Is your body going to be ready to fight it then? The best time to take care of your health is now, and that's why I talk about these different things. So digestive enzymes, what are they? Uh, you know, so, you know, a lot of people, let's just start with digestive issues. A lot of people have digestive issues. Right. And I talked about that for the last few weeks. I talked about SIBO. I talked about or SIBO, however you want to pronounce it. Small intestine bacterial overgrowth. I talked about aerobowel bowel syndrome, you know, uh, leaky gut. I talked about all these different issues. Right. But one of the biggest issues in America beyond acid reflux and aerobowel bowel syndrome is malabsorption. So you not absorbing the things you're eating. And that's an issue because. A lot of people will put really good, expensive, organic food in their body and will absorb probably 30 to 40, maybe 50% at best. And that is because they're lacking the proper enzymes to digest that food properly and actually create it 
uh, create it down, you know, literally break it down to the building blocks so your body can actually absorb it. So the the whole idea behind taking a an actual enzyme is to assist or aid your body in proper digestion. By the way, after age 30, I think I heard this correctly on a research study, after age 30, your digestive enzymes naturally go down by 1% per year. I'm pretty sure that's the actual number I heard. 1% per year. So at 30, so at 31, 32, 33, 50, 55, 65, right? So 30% decrease in function in your digestion is going to show up eventually. 1%, 2% is not going to show up right away. This is why older people have more issues when it comes to digestive health and actual digesting food and absorbing it properly. So I got to take a quick break here, folks. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, the Susan Talk. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. This is an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Live the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. Once again, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can press option two uh, to talk to somebody. If not, you can actually text that number once again, 937-552-7364. If you want to you know, call and you don't get somebody, just make sure you leave a voicemail. Uh, you know, but at the end of the day, just call the office and we will get you taken care of or text the office. We'll get you taken care of whatever needs you have. So, um, you know, talking about digestive enzymes, so those of you just joining us, um, in, in the first segment, I talked about digestive enzymes a little bit. I talked about more really just a prelude to this whole idea of health and how people pawn it off and, you know, give responsibility of their health to somebody else. Your health is responsibility, so you have to take care of it. But with that said, you have to know what to do also. People want to take care of their health and they don't know what to do, which is actually unfortunate because they end up actually looking at things or alternatives that are not as actually conducive to health and natural healing as, you know, things that are natural. So why, why would somebody need to take digestive enzymes? So the reality is that if you have any digestive issue, so for, for example, any gastrointestinal issue in the sense of like acid reflux, uh, you know, dysbiosis, once again, dysbiosis is that good versus bad bacteria in balance. So good bacteria are low, bad bacteria are high. If you have, uh, you know, d- chronic diarrhea, constipation, any of those issues that are bowel digestive related, bloated, gassy, etc. All those are signs that your body's not digesting or properly, you know, breaking down the food. What do they do? What do digestive enzymes do? They actually help turn the bigger molecules into smaller molecules to the building blocks. So for example, a protein molecule is nothing more than a bunch of amino acids strung together and those amino acids then make up that protein that's basically what an actual protein is the thing is that in order for your body to absorb the protein it cannot do the whole entire molecule it has to actually break it down to a smaller molecule which is something called an amino acid so like l-glutamine l-tyrosine like all these different amino acids out there uh, branch chain amino acids, there's essential, non-essential. We're not going to get down that rabbit hole. But essentially, the actual 
amino acids are important for you to build muscle. Not only that, to create, you know, uh, for example, there's an amino acid, L-tryptophan, that you need in order to create actual serotonin and then in turn melatonin, which keeps you asleep. Serotonin makes you happy, right? So people that have like depression and sleep problems is not a surprise because they're probably lacking the precursor in their diet or even if they're actually getting L-tryptophan in their diet, what is happening is that their body's not absorbing it or correctly digesting it and assimilating it. So assimilation is literally like, you know, putting the building block where it's supposed to go to allow you to create more of the healthy self, right? So so that's like a protein. Uh, carbohydrate then will be broken down into simple sugars to be actually burned up as energy. Fats will be broken down into fatty acids. So that's the whole idea behind actually an actual enzyme and what it helps to do. It literally helps break down things like fats into fatty acids, carbohydrates into simple sugars, and proteins into amino acids. And what happens next is what the body does, and then it absorbs it to the best of your ability. If your body cannot break it down, it cannot absorb it. So hang on to that thought. I got to take a quick break here. You're living the full life. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957-WHIO. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. This is an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you're created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. Uh, you can always find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can call our office at 937-552-7364. Once again, 937-552-7364. You can call, ask any questions. You want to set up a new patient appointment. Uh, if you listen to the radio show or podcast, you get a discounted rate instead of $130. So the initial examination and x-rays, that is discounted down to $52. So if you are interested in setting that up, you're more than welcome. Uh, you can find us on you know, Instagram, Facebook, uh, also podcasts via iTunes. You can download our podcasts and listen to them in the future uh, you know, as you're working out at a more conducive hour. So it's not like you have to be glued to the radio every single Saturday from 4 to 5 p.m. But nonetheless, you can literally listen to these things anytime. Uh, and I have over 100 and whatever many uh, shows now. So you have plenty of information to to put into play and listen to that is going to educate you on what to do health-wise. So, um, you know... You can find us in any any way, uh, any way possible. So we do have a dinner coming up. That's another way that you can actually get to know us and what we do and how we do it. So the dinner is the opportunity for you to come to a dinner in order to listen to what it is that we do and how we do it. So uh, the dinner basically allows you to come and understand how we actually approach health naturally through chiropractic care, nutrition, detoxification, mindset, exercise, and oxygen, the five essentials that we teach in our office, uh, more of a holistic approach at health. Um, so that is what we do at the dinner. Our next dinner coming up is August 16th, 6.30 p.m., Basil's in Troy. So that's, you know, over a week away, whatever. So that, that dinner is literally filling up. So if you want to come to the dinner, you can come by yourself. You can come with two people. You can come up, to, up, up with four people. So yourself plus four, you're more than welcome to come to. But the reality is this dinner, we just break down what we do naturally and how to take care of your body naturally. 
And if it makes sense to you, you set up an appointment. If it doesn't make sense, you leave there with a belly full of food, free food that is from Basil's, which is delicious, by the way. So you come, you listen, and if it makes sense to you, make an appointment. If it doesn't, then you go on with life, and that's okay. At least you know who we are and if you ever need us in the future. So if you're interested in coming to that dinner, that dinner is coming up August 16th, Basil's in Troy, 6.30 p.m. Uh, you know, get, get your seat if you want to come to that. Uh, another event, let me backtrack, Thursday, this upcoming Thursday, Thursday, August 12th, uh, we have an event called Love My Guts. Yes, we're packed. We're, uh, we're full to, to the maximum capacity that we're going to have. Uh, but you can put your name on a waiting list if you want to come and listen about gut health. And that, that event is taking place at our office, 6.30 p.m., August 12th, uh, here in our office, Full Life Chiropractic, 13, uh, 1735 um, West Main Street, Troy. I forgot my own address here because I don't ever use it or give it out. Uh, but nonetheless, you can Google it. It'll come up. But you can come here, listen, learn and apply and transform your life if you want. So August 12, 6.30 p.m. here at our office is the actual Love My Guts event. We're going to be diving into way more deeper info than I've already been talking about on the radio uh, for the past few weeks. So the benefits of digestive enzymes, you know, I-, I talked about how they help in breaking down larger molecules like a protein down to an amino acid and also how break down like a, you know, a fat into a fatty acid and a glycerol backbone, et cetera in order for your body to actually be able to digest it. So enzymes are important. You know, th- without them, you don't function. You actually can't live if you had a few enzymes that are very, very important to some processes in your body. You would, be, you would not be alive. Um, but these enzymes are important because the number one benefit to them is that they help lower the risk for nutrient malabsorption. And once again... There are people that are actually overweight or obese that are actually malnutrition because the the fact is they cannot absorb the lack the, the they cannot absorb the food because of the lack of enzymes in their actual intestinal tract. So you can eat the healthiest food. You can go to Whole Foods and spend your whole paycheck, as it used to be called, right? Uh, you know, you can you can literally like spend a ton of money on super organic, clean responsible raise, et cetera, et cetera, and end up not absorbing any, if at all, parts of that food. And what happens is that now it's not only an issue, then you start having other side effects, which I'll, I'll go over here shortly, that are going to be clearly an issue uh, and not conducive to a healthy lifestyle. So another benefit is that it reduces the symptoms of like acid reflux and bowel syndrome because some of those symptoms are associated with your inability to break down the food. So, for example, I'll talk about it now. Um, the, uh, you get a, p- a piece of protein in your body, a piece of chicken, a protein shake, whatever. The protein gets to your stomach. And your stomach is supposed to actually break down because of the acids in there. And I talked about this when I talked about the small intestine bacterial overgrowth. And what happens is that, that acid is meant to denature. That's a scientific term. Denature the protein down to amino acid. It does that to a part. However, there's enzymes that are needed for that to happen even further, not only in the stomach, but also in the small intestine. So the small intestine can actually start absorbing the building blocks and build more of you, healthier version of you, in time. So the problem arises in where you eat a piece of protein, a piece of chicken, a steak, a protein shake, etc. you know, an hour, 20, 30 minutes, an hour have gone by, and then you start feeling like this acid reflux, 
And yes, it could be because you have a hiatal hernia. It could be because of whatever. But if you've been checked out for all that stuff and you're still having these issues, that means that something underlying is causing it. So the, the reality is that your body says, hey, that protein is still here. It's not being denatured properly. It's not breaking down like we, we should. Uh, we're about to send this into the absorption tunnel, which is the small intestine. And it's actually not quite ready to be, you know, actually unpackaged and put away. So it's kind of like having like a box of furniture. Um, and you, you literally, you need it in the room. And, and you're going to put something together in the room. And as you're trying to put it together, you never take it out of the plastic wrapping or the actual cardboard box. It doesn't work. So that's the same problem. So if you cannot break down those larger molecules and smaller molecules, then they pass on to the next stage of digestion. So it goes from the mouth to the stomach. So mouth, esophagus, stomach, from the stomach to the small intestine. It gets to the small intestine. Great. Awesome. Part of it might be digested and actually broken down. Part of it might not be. The problem is that your body was not meant to absorb full protein molecules. So the body, especially small intestine, gets confused and is like, what in the world is this? And then an inflammatory response happens. You start creating gas. Uh, you know, your body doesn't know what to do. Then there's good and bad bacteria, right? Good and bad bacteria. Then the bad bacteria actually start feasting on this actual piece of food, and it starts fermenting. And that fermentation process causes even more gas. So you got bloating, gas, you're either belching or, you know, uh, have flatulence, right? So all this is happening and you're told like, oh, yeah, you just got, you know, here, take the, uh, the blue pill, the purple pill or whatever the, the, the color is, right, for the acid reflux. And it's not because you have acid reflux. It's because you're actually incapable of breaking down the actual protein molecule to the amino acid building block. So then now you're creating the conditions for actual something like um, something like, you know, small intestine bacterial overgrowth to start or, you know, severe acid reflux or bloating, abdominal pain, fatigue. And then now you think about it this way, that food then goes from your small intestine into your large intestine and it's barely digestible or di uh, digested. Right. So then your large intestine gets kind of confused. So sometimes it gets irritated, and it gets irritated, and when it happens, it either shuts down actual production or speeds the actual stuff through. Either constipates you or you have diarrhea. So Irabelle's syndrome, IBS-C, constipation, IBS-D, diarrhea. So C or D, regardless, tells you that there's an actual problem upriver somewhere. Typically speaking, digestive enzymes are off. So... This is why I would highly recommend people to get on a really good supportive digestive enzyme that comes from a natural source that allows you to actually digest those foods to the next level. Remember, you're going to decrease digestive enzymes, uh, you know, uh, levels and also uh, as, as you age. So you want to make sure and also gastric acid will decrease as well as you age. So now you have two things against you that are not allowing you to absorb or digest. And this is where people are like, man, like I eat these foods. I feel bloated. I feel like I just gain weight. Even if I eat something healthy, even if it's healthy, your body's not digesting it properly. So sometimes it saves it. Sometimes it causes inflammation, et cetera, et cetera. Nonetheless, it causes you to have an onset of side effects, right? So important that you break down that food properly so you can absorb it at 100%. So another one of the actual um, really good side effects of 
or benefits of digestive enzymes is they can help treat leaky gut. And I talked about leaky gut, I think, the week before. All the weeks are running together. But nonetheless, uh, for the last month and a half I've been talking about, or month or whatever, talking about health and gut health. So one of the shows I did was about leaky gut. And leaky gut is simply uh, hyperpermeability. So your gut is letting things into your bloodstream that should not be there. That causes inflammation. It leads to chronic, you know, autoimmune diseases, et cetera. I'll spare you all the details from that. If you want to understand that, I did a show completely about leaky gut. You can look it up. But the problem is that if you're not digesting food properly, right, so you're not breaking down that protein to the amino acid level and that amino acid is not getting absorbed, now you're also irritating the actual gut. So the mucosa layer that's inside of the actual gut is getting irritated. You're setting conditions for good and bad bacteria to be off this biosis out of balance, right? So then when that happens, now you then you have this biosis, things out of balance, and guess what happens? Your body starts actually trying to adapt in different ways, and sometimes some of those adaptations are beneficial, some of them are not. So one of those adaptations is leaky gut. The body starts opening these tight junctions because of damage. It's just the best thing it could do at that time. And then food particles start passing through. And then you they go into your bloodstream. And then your body starts fighting those things as if they were enemy. And not only attack those things, they attack your body cells that look like those items. So, for example, if you eat mammal, like cow, a mammal, right, has a mammary gland. So it produces milk, no different than a human. You eat a mammal, you eat, you know, a piece of steak. And then that piece of steak gets into your intestinal tract and you lack the digestive enzymes to be able to digest that protein steak down to a amino acid. Now your body's going to be allowing those through those gap junctions, tight junctions that are open, that food particle to pass into your stream and then attacking you, not only the actual piece of steak, but it's actually attacking you as well. So, you know, this is where definitely, definitely, um, definitely important to digest food properly at 100%. And this is what digestive enzymes do for you. So uh, I, I am out of time for this segment. I got to take a quick break. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, The Answers and Talk. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. This is an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can also find us by... um, you know, going on on Instagram or Facebook or any of those social media, uh, you know, platforms, as well as you know the internet, uh, and also on podcast via iTunes as well. So we have a different ways you can reach us. Uh, our phone number once again is nine three seven five five two seven three six four. You can text or call that number. If you call, you want to talk to somebody live, hit two, and then you'll talk to one of our team members. So. Uh, talking about digestive enzymes this is the last segment. I, I, you know, I'm almost out of time here for the for the hour, but digestive enzymes are super important. Um, you know, and, and like I said before, it's important for you to be able to break down, um, you know, these actual food particles into the most absorbent form, such as you know a protein down to an amino acid, a carbohydrate down to a simple sugar. The thing is this though, 
it also benefits wise can help manage you know the amount of actual issues with the supporting cast of organs that's involved in digestion so for example if you eat foods that are not broken down properly your pancre your pancreas has to work harder at like secreting not only you know insulin and glucagon which is the two hormones that it creates but also releasing enzymes further so you stress the pancreas enough for enough time it becomes inflamed then you have pancreatitis eventually that leads to a potential pre pre precursor to potential pancreatic cancer so you know and this is where also the liver another supporting cast of the digestive tract the liver now has to create more enzymes detoxify things more etc etc because the liver is like hey this particle is supposed to look like an amino acid it actually looks like a protein it's got all these little things attached to it i'm trying to detox it but i can't because it is still together and it shouldn't be and in between the actual uh, protein particles there is actually toxins that i need to remove and i can't do that so this is where it is really important that you understand that this digestive enzymes are an asset to your digestion and an asset not only to your digestion but your whole digestive tract so you know if you have a family history of acid reflux you know um irritable bowel syndrome constipation diarrhea crohn's disease you name it pancreatic cancer pancreatitis etc that tells you that your body not necessarily 100 percent, but 90 uh, 95% due to your lifestyle uh depending on how you eat and how you live if you live similar to your parents you'll probably get their same diseases but um, just because you're genetic or the predisposition for it doesn't mean you're going to get it. But, you know, genetics slows the gun. Lifestyle pulls the trigger. So that's what you got to think about it. So you have to make sure that if you have a history of these things, right, the last thing you want to do is continue to consume foods without supporting your body with digestive enzyme, which in turn is literally slowly squeezing the trigger on that gun. And then, boom, you have an actual autoimmune issue or a disease process chronic that you cannot solve by just taking medication. So this is why I highly, highly encourage people to look into digestive enzymes. Last thing I want to talk about regarding digestive enzymes, there are some side effects. Yes, there are. Why? Because if you take too many of them, what happens is a lot of people will just take them and like, ah, whatever, we'll see how many I need. Uh, just put them in their body. If you take too many of them, it can actually lead to um, your body uh, having issues. So some of the side effects that you can notice if you do – too many digestive enzymes, you don't pay attention to the label and just take whatever you want. It's upset stomach, so you can have cramping, etc. You can have nausea, gas and bloating, like on the opposite end. You can get headaches, dizziness, you know, uh, you know, you can get all kinds of, you know, things, including changes in blood sugar. So if you're a diabetic or have blood sugar issues, highly encourage you to read the label and what the actual manufacturer suggests or your physician suggests in order to know how many digestive enzymes are appropriate. It's not to be afraid of digestive enzymes. It's to not take them at will just because, well, I think I have uh, acid reflux. I'm going to take 17 digestive enzymes uh, today uh, without paying attention. That is detrimental to your body. It could be detrimental, uh, and it could be you know lifelong uh, potential damages that could be reversible. So you want to just take what it says on the bottle, basically. And if you have any other issues, you should consult with your physician. My patients will ask me, and I'll go off of their medications and what they got going on. But at the end of the day, it is very important that you support, you support your body in breaking down of those actual food products that you pay money to eat and, you know, prepare. So to get the most nutrients, squeezing the most juice out of the actual fruit is the essential thing that 
uh, digestive enzymes do. They allow you to squeeze as much juice out of that fruit in the sense that it allows you to squeeze as much nutrients out of that food so your body can actually heal and absorb it naturally for itself. So, folks, I am out of time. We talked about digestive enzymes today. Once again, thank you so much for joining us. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.